ass real ghetto busy, nigga. Yeah. Right, open up your doors. Yeah, uh. I'm in the old school 84 Delta 88 with an ounce, but I'm bouncing like I'm out here moving weight. Bone and bigger in the pioneer. As I reminisce before that, it was the evils took them back in '96. I went down to Houston for some face. Mary Jane with a coincidence. I'm blowing switches, doing the same thing. Six hundred for some big O's, 400 degrees. I'm a hoe, players club, Ice Cube, Master P. And since I'm moving my yay, you know I got UGK, riding dirty, looking for that highlight pin. What more can I say? I'm just digging and moving under my seat is my tooling. I keep it for any nigga wanna be tripping or fooling. I'm just bumping my music as I'm spinning the bin. I'm bumping pop hits of me rolling while I'm spinning my hand. Yeah, yeah. Now as I'm spinning the bin, I'm bumping pop hits of me rolling while I'm spinning my hand. I'm just bumping my music. Episode 17 is officially underway on the Nonsense Podcast. Pat, we're almost at 21, man. We're almost legal to drink. Almost, buddy. Almost. We're almost there. And uh, we're not, but we're going to start early. You got to start early sometimes. Oh, yeah. What, how old were you when you started drinking again? I was about 13, 14. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the Nonsense Podcast. Pat and I are here drinking beers, but we're not alone. Back for the round two for the redemption episode, and he's sober this time, I think. PJ, what's up, man? What up, what up, what up, man? Everything's lovely. Uh, this is going to be a better episode than the last time. All right. Are you, how much have you had to drink prior to the show, PJ? I've had one Cherry Coke and Red Stag, uh, one Goose Four Star Pills. Now I'm working on my second, so not not too bad, because last time it was like, I was three in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a mistake. Actually, I remember PJ saying that he didn't remember doing the podcast. Oh, man. When when I listened to it again, I was like, it was like a whole new experience. Like, I wasn't even there. <laughs> it's like, who's this guy? Oh, it's me. I said that shit. I have a correction, though, Lewis. I am not drinking beers. What are you drinking? Well, all right. Well, I guess we'll just jump into that. What are you drinking, Pat? Well, you said we're all drinking beers. I needed to correct it for the people. I'm drinking Irish whiskey. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, true. You're always drinking Irish whiskey. Me and PJ are drinking beers. I'm drinking uh, some Mickey's beer. Malt uh, liquor. Yeah. Malt liquor. It's good. It's not beer. Malt liquor. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Expert over there. Yeah. So you got just Irish whiskey today because they usually have like 16 different things. Yeah, I had to go to the ABC in Virginia, and that's weird. That is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't go there too often. I mean, obviously, uh, Pat is nowhere near me anymore, so I don't make too many trips to the liquor store like I used to. It's fucked up. Sorry. Sorry yeah, about that. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's sad. yeah but that's going to change soon because you're looking to move back to Maryland, I believe, right? Absolutely. Probably. Uh, not probably. Definitely Montgomery County. Um, wife wants to move to Clarksburg. I'm talking about germantown because my wife wants to work part-time so how can we afford clarksburg but anyway we'll <laughs> go from there all right so you're moving back and you you have a kid on the way yeah you made that announcement on the last podcast yes but i did not announce the gender and it is another boy so i will have two boys nice um so i only have to worry about one penis instead of all the penises in the world <laughs> well two penises i'm sorry I'm yeah i was like, like what? yeah two penises <laughs> 
You it's got, just the big age difference. I, I'll have to worry about Andre's penis for 10 years and then, you know, maybe Joel or Giovanni. We don't know the name yet. We're still choosing. But, yeah, I'll have to worry about his penis 10 years after that. So, who cares? You know, uh, like seven seven more boys, you get a whole baseball team. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, well, you know, you know the thing is they're going to be half Venezuelan. So, I'm trying to get them a million-dollar signing bonus without nobody knowing that they are. <laughs> All right, look, this baseball. is what you got to do step by step. He has to learn how to throw left-handed. No, I'll just give him the Venezuelan passport. It's cool. No, he has to learn how to throw left-handed. He has to be a left-handed Venezuelan pitcher. Oh, he shit. will go in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> first round? First round. <laughs> Automatically. He'll be 16 in the first round. He'll be like Wilmer Flores. It might be awesome because he could be a pitching-hitting guy. Yeah. Because he's half black and half Spanish. Maybe he will be Wilmer Flores of the New York Mets. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. You guys are talking baseball. I am completely lost right now. Uh, but quick programming note, if Pat's voice sounds a little different today, uh, it's because he's using a different mic than what he usually does. Uh, he left his mic at home. No fault of his, though. He had to go work and was in a rush to get here. So, uh, so if Pat sounds a little far away, though distant, not usual, and that's probably why. I just want to know why I get the guest mic. You got the, the old guest mic. Right. It's your punishment for not remembering to bring the your mic. Man, I woke up at like six. It was too early to be a person. But somewhat somehow you found a way to do it and get to work though. Yes. So it's not all it's not all impossible. It's not impossible. Anyways, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, a lot of stuff's been going on in the news. Uh, Pokemon is back and it's taking over the world. We're gonna discuss that. What the hell is it? I have no idea. Russell Wilson is a man now so congrats to him and and <laughs> and uh pj you did not do a drunk story the last time you were on with us but we weren't we weren't doing them then but apparently you have a good one a good drunk story to tell the whole world let me preface this by saying what my drunk story is anybody that knows us and listens to the podcast knows most likely this drunk story would have involved pat right pat was nowhere to be found this whole weekend. So one of your epic drunk stories was without Pat, one of your best friends. The best, the best drunk story was without <laughs> Pat. Now, now the one that came in a close second happened on Pat's birthday, which was me dropping his cake. But <laughs> next time on the podcast, we'll get to that. <laughs> so let's let's get to this. Um, uh, this story is epic. We have to start from Thursday, April. 20th 2007 oh 420 um jason who was previously on the podcast before um he was belonged to a fraternity he was going to mcdaniel college he decided on thursday thursday to just get hammered so um he got really hammered and come to find out he ended up in the hospital with about a 0.35 blood alcohol level Two, okay. two points away from dying. <laughs> that, that You're two points away from dying at that point. So um, they have an event every year at McDaniel called Spring Fling. So this that was the kickoff. So Jason's in the hospital. We always met up with Jason at Spring Fling. Yeah. Um, so now it's murky because he's in the hospital. Um, one of our friends, who shall rename, remain nameless, was... Um, Married at the time. Uh-huh. And his wife calls me, uh, Pat's brother, Colin, uh, 
It's like, you guys can't come up here. Jason's in a bad condition. Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. This and that. Well, me, Colin, and Tony, who's with our great military, uh, we weren't listening to all that. Now, this is on that Friday. We had April 21st at this point. We weren't listening to all that. So we uh, strolled down to Colin's apartment at the time, and um, we went to go get him. Um, Colin was in the midst of some uh, heated discussion, and pretty much it ended up him getting sprayed in the eye with Windex. So that was our cue to get Colin, pack him up, and leave. So we uh, ride out to McDaniel. Um, Mind you, I'm what at this point I'm 22 years old. Um, I wasn't a big drinker, but I bought two bottles of vodka because it was cheap. I'm always looking for a sale, so whatever. (laughs) One was a green apple, one was orange. Um, So. You know, I get up there. We McDaniel was like, what, what? About 30, 35 minutes from Germantown? About 40. Yeah, 40. Whatever. So we get up there. Um, we we have uh, Jason's fraternity, you know, a couple guys' phone numbers. So we meet up with them. We At this point, we're unsure what's going on with Jason. We hadn't heard from him all day. And that's who we was planning on staying with. So we pull up to McDaniel. We pull up to this uh, uh, apartment complex up there. And um, who do we see but our friend's wife. We'll just name her Buzz Killingsworth. Because <laughs> she was a super hater. Um, she's like, what are you guys doing here? We're like, yo, um, you know, we just came to see if Jason was safe. I'm like, yo, we just trying to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, apparently she's been stalking Jason all day, trying to make sure he's okay and take care of him and stuff, and our boy is there with him in the background looking all crazy. I'm like, damn, my nigga, you know, your wife is wilding. So, at this point, we're in the parking lot. Colin gets a phone call, and he walks away. And so, we're like, what the hell, you know. And Colin then pulls me aside and was like, hey, that was Jason that just called. He's up in the spot and he's getting wasted again. (laughs) (laughs) So Colin tells me where he's at. And then Buzz Killingsworth was like, where are you guys going? Colin was like, yo, we're going uh, to the hospital. We just found out Jason's still in the hospital. And, you know, we're just going to go see him. She was like, he was released. I'm like, well, apparently... She had to go back again. Lying, whatever. She was such a buzz killer. But, um, you know, so then she believed us. She was about to follow us, but she didn't. Um, then we go up to these apartments uh, at McDaniel. Um, we go up there. We, we see Jason's frat brothers. We dapping them up. We know them dudes. You know, it's all love. Jason burst out of mind you. Let me set this mood of this apartment. This apartment's not a regular apartment. It's like a six bedroom apartment. Like so, it was big. Yeah. Jason busts out the room with a hospital gown on and some jeans. <laughs> Talking about let's get crunk, motherfuckers. And I was like, oh shit, it's lit. So, well, I didn't say it's lit because that wasn't in. But I don't know what I said. So I decided, like I said, I wasn't a good drinker at the time. Um, I decided to just open the bottle of orange vodka I had and decide to get it in. Uh, we're drinking, uh, talking random people, just like we used to get down at McDaniel. Um, Jason's a fraternity. They always would, uh, their theme song was Don't Stop Believing. Somebody decided to throw it on. Uh, 
So everybody in the party is singing. I'm ad libbing like a motherfucker, you know, doing a black remix. It was crazy. We got drunk. And as the song ended, I realized my bottle of vodka was empty. Mind you, I couldn't get through a cup of vodka back then. So um, I'm like, oh shit, it's lit. And I'm fucked up. Um, so we leave the apartment to go to what they call a clubhouse. This is where they threw their parties out at McDaniel. Um, we go to the clubhouse. Uh, me, Jason, Colin, Tony was with us. And we head down there. We dancing. We chilling. I apparently ended up being the life of the party. Now, this is where I black out. I black out, and apparently I was awake for four hours, but don't remember any of it. So, pretty much the climax at this point is, um, we go back to our friend Neil's house. Neil will end up on the podcast one of these days. Um, we go back to his house, and I'm just wasted puking in his toilet. And then Neil, you know, grabs me. He's like, hey, we got to go back out, which is another party. I stand up and was like, all right, let's do this. But apparently my eyes roll in the back of my head. <laughs> and I fall out. And I hit my head on one of those old school radiators and crack my head open. <laughs> now, I don't remember any of this. So let's get back to the part where I remember. It's about 8 o'clock uh, the next morning, April 22nd. I wake up on a couch in a house that I'm unfamiliar with. So I wake up. I'm like, all right, um, what the hell is going on? I get up. My head is pounding, so I'm like, oh, I'm just hungover. And I look over, and the pillow that I laid on had a bunch of blood on it. Now, you had a college town with a laying on a bloody pillow, and you just like, what the hell? So um, I'm like, I'm just sitting there. I'm just trying to gather my life. I'm trying to figure out where everybody was at. Uh, my phone's dead. And then so I'm just st- sitting there just chilling. Then all of a sudden, this half-naked girl comes downstairs and was like, Oh my God, you're alive! I said, "What?" <laughs> uh, she's like, "You're alive!" I was like, "Oh, that's what's up." She was like, "Yeah, I had to save your life last night." I was like, mm, "What happened?" So she explains to me the story of what just happened, uh, what happened the night before. So then I'm confused. I'm like, "Where am I at? Like, where are my boys at?" She was like, "Oh." I was like, they're all around. It was a big house, so they were all around, whatever. Her boyfriend comes downstairs. He was just big football playing cat. I'm like, why is your girl walking around the house half naked with a bunch of guys in the house? But whatever. Uh, so then Colin, Neil, Tony, everybody comes downstairs. It's like, yo, this is what happened. And they explain what happened. So I'm just like, yo. And, like, I feel the back of my head, and I got the crack in my head. Now, that crack in my head is still here to this day. <laughs> That shit is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, like, at this point, you know, when you have something like that happen, you just like, all right, I don't even want to drink today. And it's spring fling where we all get wasted. Right. So, at this point, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, Wizards game comes on at 1230. Everybody knows I'm a major Wizards fan. Uh, it was 2007 season. This is when Jared Wallace ran into Gilbert's knee. So, they were in the playoffs. But... You know, they played the Cavs. We had lost that uh, that big game six the year before with Gilbert missed the free throws. So, Lewis, nobody hates LeBron more than I do. <laughs> That's um, debatable. Um, so, 
At this point, I'm like, all right, let's just gear up for the game. I'm going to chill today, whatever. Um, so then uh, my man uh, Kurt, who was on the podcast before, he rolls up. He was going to McDaniel at the time, too. He rolls up right around game time. And, um, you know, we just getting hype, ready for the game. I was like, all right, cool. Game one is in Cleveland. I was like, we're going to get this. You know, just I was being a fan. Like, yo, we was going to beat the Cavs that year. Um, so then Tony was like, you know, because the Knicks game was coming on after. Me and Tony get into a mad argument about who's better between Gilbert Arenas and Stephon Marbury. We just going back and forth now. You know, any sports fans that listen, I obviously know, you know, who's better. Starbury. Oh, yes. We've had too much to drink. So we getting back and forth, and, you know, I'm like, Tony said something. And I was like, Tony, you, I was like, are you serious? Who's better between Stephon Marbury and Gilbert Arenas? I was like, are you serious? And then he said, he pulled that up on his phone. It made me so mad. It was a Cameron song. He pulled it up. It was like, it was the perfect time. And he made me so mad. I was just like, fuck it. And I went into some refrigerator that was in the bathroom for some odd reason. And just got all the beer and started drinking. So now at this point, I'm still, I'm drinking. It's 1230. Uh, the Wizards end up losing. Antoine Jameson went off. But the Wizards end up losing by 15. So like now I'm drinking heavily. I'm just like, this is Yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're being a sports fan. Yeah, I was drinking heavily. So at this point, I don't even think, um, I don't even think I was like, you know, I'm not watching this Knicks game, whatever. And then, so like we halfway through the Knicks game, and Neil was like, "Hey, PJ, are you still going on stage with me?" I stage. said, "What?" He was like, "Yo, remember we talked about it last night? You know, I'm going out for Mr. McDaniel. You was gonna be my hype man." I was like. Oh, okay, Neil, I don't remember anything, but hey, I'm down. <laughs> so, the Mr. McDaniel competition, I'm drinking, thinking, whatever. Neil's drinking and thinking, too. It starts about 5 o'clock. So, you know, think about the end of the basketball game. It was about 3 o'clock. We go across to the auditorium about 5 o'clock. Um, we chilling. Um, so, now we got to go to this thing. Um, we go, it's the Mr. McDaniel competition, obviously, like Miss America or whatever, you know, but for the school. Um, so we get there, we backstage, there's beers backstage. So Neil was like, yo, I'm going to perform T.I., what you know about that, and you're just going to hype it up. I was like, cool, whatever. Um, so a couple of people performed, but right before we go on, is this kid that performs. Um, apparently he was like some autistic kid that everybody liked around campus or whatever, and he like performed this amazing version of a uh, dream on that jump. He like it was crazy. Crowd stood up and everything. It was out of control. So I'm like, I'm looking at Neil like, yo, Neil, we. You're not gonna top that, man. No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Well, I was like, we're screwed. So um, at this point, I'm just like, let's just go do what we do. Neil was like, yo, I forgot the words to the song. <laughs> <laughs> He got stage fright. That's stage fright. So I was like, he be rabbited. Crap. So I knew the words to the song, but I was just like, what am I supposed to do? I'm a hype man. I can't say rap all the words. Whatever. I was just like, fuck it. Well, balls to the wall. Let's do it. This is my only time ever going to be on stage ever in my life. I'm not a rapper. Now, was that the only time that you rapped on stage? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's another drunk story. 
So we uh so Neil gets out there, the song starts playing. Neil knows no words. So well no, this is what actually what happened was the beat came on first. I come out, I just get everybody hyped. This is the uh initial, this is where things get funny. Like I said, Jason was our boy too. Two of his boy, two of the guys in his fraternity were the judges. So they were like, oh shit, it's PJ. I was like, and I just started getting hyped. So then I just start hyping it up. I bring Neil out and I just run around the auditorium like a fool, just trying to get everything going. Neil doesn't know any words. So then I just start rapping at the end and just say a bunch of crazy stuff. Y'all know how I get down. I just say a bunch of crazy. So yeah. then at the end, uh, in the middle of the performance, Jason, mind you, he's still rocking the hospital gown. This is the next day. <laughs> he's still rocking the hospital gown. And his hospital bracelet. Jason, like, you know how we all, back then it was make it rain. But, you know, we didn't have no money to make it rain. So, you know, we would always pick it up. Jason pulls some money out of nowhere and just throws it on the stage, throws it up. And then hands me another beer. I chug the beer. I'm still hyping. I'm rapping. And then apparently it was just crazy. Well, it's in. It's time to name the winner. Three judges, two of them I knew. I won Mr. McDaniel and I never attended that school. <laughs> <laughs> I got a trophy and everything. You got, do you still have the trophy? No, I gave it to Neil when I sold him all my throwback jerseys because I just didn't understand. That's another drunk story when I sold Neil all my throwback jerseys. But, yeah, it was just crazy. So, then we go back. I got the trophy. Um, and then, apparently, we get back to Neil's house. And, apparently, the chick I was telling you guys about earlier, the nurse chick. Yeah. Um, apparently, somebody tried to get at her and kind of fondled her wrong. So, her boyfriend's about to fight some guy in the backyard. This is another point. Tony's car happened to be in the backyard. So... At this point, we like, all right, well, it's about to fight. Let's just let these dudes fight. Tony's like, fuck no. I'm still making payments on this Cavalier. <laughs> Motherfucker, 05 Cavalier. Pat remember that shit in Silver Show. He used to run around and say my car matched the year. Yes. <laughs> so these dudes start fighting, and literally Tony almost runs over both of them trying to get his car out of there, out of, driving out of the backyard. We all hop in the car, and we roll out. And that was Spring Fling 2007 for PJ. That might be the best Spring Fling story I've ever heard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like the I guy mean, that won it didn't even go to school there. I went, I went the year after. The year after was uh, pretty nice too, but it wasn't that ridiculous. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was for Tony, remember? Yeah, it was really bad for Tony. Uh, he <laughs> took a lot of L's that night. It's took a lot of L's. Let me... Let's like, just, they take L's, like, for the team, or was oh, it just no, straight no, L's? No, they were personal L's. Yeah, he took personal okay. L's. Let's, let's just throw this little snippet out there, and we'll have Tony defend himself. But uh, <laughs> let's just say there was, a nice, uh, there was a nice Spanish girl who was wearing Pat's throwback jersey. Oh, man. And um, she puked, and Tony kissed her afterwards, oh, directly geez. afterwards. Oh, so, hey, sure there we go. That was a refreshing taste, I guess. I miss my Troy jersey. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a very long story, Peach, but it was pretty entertaining. I'm not going to lie. I was getting a little worried there, but it, uh, it, you finished strong, so yeah. good for you. All right, so let's get on with the show. First order of business. Uh, Pat needs a refill already. Okay. Well, <laughs> we are 23 minutes in, so we'll take a
All right, we're back on the Nonsense Podcast. So next order of business, I need advice from two of my closest friends in regards to my radio career. So let me guys give you a little background as to what's been going on. So I'm still applying for a ton of jobs. I would say about 80% of the applications all ask for my social media links. And apparently it's pretty important because now a lot of these radio stations like to see like how many followers you have, how many likes, how many retweets you get. And they take that into account into whether you get hired or not, right? So there, it is possible for you to buy fake Twitter followers and Instagram followers. Um, and I've known that since I started interning at a radio station, but I never actually did it because I didn't want to do it. You know, I wanted it to be real. I wanted people to follow me to be real. I didn't want it to be some paid accounts. You know what I mean? Like, you guys remember that episode of uh, Silicon Valley when uh, the talk geeky guy, he bought all those guys overseas to just like continue on Pied Piper server or whatever, just to make yeah. it look like their operation. Okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to do something like that. Uh, just, you know, pay people to retweet and like everything I say. And but it's getting to a point where now where I'm starting to consider it a little bit. So before I even make that decision, I kind of wanted to get your guys's opinion on whether you think it's a good idea for me to do this to help my career or if I should just stick to, you know, trying to get the regular followers. So, Pat, let me ask your opinion first. What do you think I should do? Actually, I have a pretty strong opinion on this one. So I want to finish the matter. I'm going to deflect to PJ for the moment. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you something. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, why not? I just, Lewis, you got to be stronger on social media. Let me tell you, uh, one podcast I was listening to a lot uh, recently was Tax Stone. And I stopped listening to it for a whole nother reason. But, you know, I was listening to his podcast and then I followed him on Twitter. I swear, he tweeted like every minute. Okay. It was crazy. And um, I was just like, all right, well, apparently, when you hit me with this idea, I was like, Lewis, you're not tweeting enough. That That's the thing. I don't want to live on Twitter, though. You know what I'm saying? I understand you don't want to live on Twitter. And, you know, my whole thing is, you know, your fake, the, the buying fake Twitter followers, it's just not financially prudent, honestly. Right. I mean, what, what radio job are you going to get off the bat? <laughs> You're not gonna work at uh, uh, Hot Nine Seven or Power One Hundred Five on your first jump. Nah. So you actually losing money at that point. Right. So basically, they really look at like likes and, and, and retweets. But the thing is, like, I, I follow. I don't know if you guys know who um, Adam Bomb is. He's a syndicated radio host in Atlanta. He's he's on in like four cities. He's got like 20,000 followers, and I was looking at his Twitter account, like going through his tweets to see how many likes and retweets he gets. Out of his 20,000 followers, he gets like, I would say on average, six likes six likes, and maybe three retweets. You know what I mean? I don't think it should play that much of a decision into whether you hire somebody because of that. But at the same time, it seems like that's the direction the industry is going. It, I really doubt... That if I move, like let's say I was on there here in D.C., right? I was working at Hot 99.5 or something. And I moved to like San Diego uh, to do a radio job. I'm pretty sure the people that follow me here in D.C. are not going to turn on internet radio to listen to me in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, that's the difference, though. The difference is now radio on the East Coast is played in the West Coast. It's not just local. So they want to know that your reach is as high as it can be before they hire you. They want to hire the person with the biggest audience because they're already bringing in their own audience to this station. So I do agree with what they're trying to do. Do I think you should buy them? No. I remember when my cloud score was higher than uh, a lot of celebrities. It's just you got to get on there and be controversial as fuck and get your name out there. That's all. So one of the things I've noticed that really works for me is a lot of times when there's like award shows and stuff, like the American Music Awards, Billboard Music Awards, I'll live tweet them. And that's when I see my followers grow overnight. I mean, you could use the uh, minor rap uh, method. You can you can just go at people and just start disrespecting people and just be like, hey... In hopes uh, that they follow me. <laughs> this this motherfucker's a bitch, and then tag them in it. And then if you get somebody, like, you get their followers, like, if you if they follow you, you know what I mean? That actually worked for one of my old coworkers. Uh, that's a funny story, but go ahead, PJ. I mean, that, like I said, Lewis said that actually may have worked for his coworkers, but it just gave him a small jump in the end. I believe yeah. we're going to get into a long, we're going to get into another subject later on in the podcast about a person who does that, who has no substance behind them. No, 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 but it's a jump start. All I'm saying is a jump start. Like I said, if you put a little bit of controversy out there, your clout score would go way up, which is, if anybody doesn't know what clout score is, like they actually track your... Well, uh, let me ask you this, Pat. When you say controversy, give me an example. Because I, I, if I'm, for the radio stations that I'm applying for, I can't be a, a, a shit starter. They're not going to hire somebody so, who's So, no, 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 you don't have to be a shit starter, but at the same time, like just kind of taking the, the Joe Budden beef that's going on with Drake right now, it's a bigger scale. I fully agree. But if you're looking at it, Joe Budden's got more listens on Wake than he probably did his last album, All Love Lost. I can almost guarantee Wake's got more plays than any song on All Love Lost. That's his new single of his? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but let me jump in on that because, like I said, it has to be substance behind it. Joe Budden, when he went at Drake, it was an honest opinion, and you heard, you know, he had facts behind it. Right. So it's not like he was just like, Drake sucks. Yeah. No. No. He's listened to albums upon albums. I would listen to Drake albums. And you know what? I had to be honest. Everything Joe Button said about views, I agreed with. No, and, no, no. I, I do too. Yeah. I'm not telling you to go out and be douchebag McGee. I'm just saying, if you, you find a stance, pick a stance. If it causes controversy, you'll get your, your notice. Yeah. That's a good point. I like that idea, guys. I, I really do. I actually, uh, there was a, some controversy involving a popular radio host here in D.C., I was having a conversation with somebody about it on uh, Twitter, and I got like two extra Twitter followers for some of the comments I made. So I, I like that idea. So maybe I should put like more mindful, thoughtful tweets into consideration. With more opinionated tweets, I guess I would say. Be bold enough to have an opinion. Put your opinion yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of times it's like there's so many opinions out there when I look at Twitter, like especially what's been going on in the world and everything. I don't really offer my two cents is because like you know, everybody else has. So what's the point of me doing it, you know? Well, because you might have a stupid. different opinion. And everybody else is stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that's some good advice, guys. I'm definitely going to take that into consideration. So I am not going to buy additional followers going forward. I wouldn't. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. So we're going to go ahead and scratch that off. And we're going to move on. Uh, and what PJ was saying, uh, some kind of you know similar topic. It's about Miko Grimes, wife of NFL player... Brent Grimes. Um, if you don't watch football or follow football, uh, then let me just tell you a little bit about this lady. 
So she's married to an NFL player. She's on Twitter. She's very opinionated. And she's absolutely not afraid to speak her mind. Sometimes some of the things that she might say are, is controversial, pretty much. You know, she goes up, she goes after people. Uh, she tells people to SRD. I hope she doesn't have one. Um, but she just goes, she's probably the most, like, crazy people that just, just attack people on Twitter. Uh, recently, she went at, all right, so let me give you, I should put it back up a little bit. All right, so basically, her husband used to work for, uh, or play for the Miami Dolphins. He got cut because of her. Like, the owner even came out and said, she was the reason why we cut him. Oh, it makes sense, though. I mean, he's a 32-year-old cornerback. That, too. It makes sense. But he can still play well. But she, throughout the season, just went on a, like a, went on Twitter and was just frying the quarterback, telling him that he should, you know, drink his own jizz and all this crazy stuff, right? Attacking the coaching staff, ownership. And it's one thing to be, like, you know, opinionated and, you know, share your thoughts about how you feel somebody. It's another way to do it, like, in a derogatory way that she does that. Um, I just can't wait. I can't wait to see how she feels about being on the three and thirteen Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, I'm sure she's gonna have opinions about that. But she really recently offended. Uh, she went back to the Dolphins to like not not went back there, but attacked them again for some of the things. Uh, this came out of nowhere. I have no idea where it came from. Um, I had the tweets pulled up here, but I don't know where it went. PJ, do you have it by any chance? Oh yeah, I got it here. I mean, she uh, initially. Just went on a rant about uh, Jews and uh, let me. Uh... <laughs> oh shit! It was about the Dolphins. He said something about um, Steve Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. He what's... likes to keep his uh, uh, Jewish friends. Anyways, the whole point of this conversation is that you know she's the wife of an NFL player. Uh, teams around the NFL are not a fan of her because of the, some of the things that she says out on the internet. Is this a divorceable offense? That's that's ridiculous. I don't understand. Why she gets to go on epic rants about Jews, but Mel Gibson is not allowed to. <laughs> well, let me uh, answer Pat's question first because <laughs> Miko Grimes is a part of two oppressed races. Oh. That's why. Oh, it's because uh, Mel Gibson was white. Yeah, that's racist. In she, she, she's she's black and uh, Asian, and uh, you know, remember what we did to the Asians and the whole World War Two thing. So yeah, she's a part of two oppressed uh, races. So that that that's why. So right, we just continue. give her a free pass to be reckless. Yes, but uh, let me get into why her recklessness just it doesn't it doesn't compute with me. Okay, so initially, Lewis Lewis is a major Dolphins fan or whatever. Unfortunately, um, yes. And you know, I think I heard some. Stuff about her initially with the whole Ryan Tannehill thing. And, you know, right there when she said the stuff about Ryan Tannehill, I was like, oh, that's dope. It's finally, you know, somebody has some inside information on the team. Hey, she's putting it out there. Hey, that's cool. Whatever. But then you didn't hear from her for months. And I was like, then, you know, her, her man gets cut. And I was like, oh, shit, you fucked up. Uh, she fucked his career up. But I didn't even think of that. I, it crossed my mind, but I was like, all right, whatever. He signs with the Buccaneers with two years, $16 million. So I'm like, all right, well, um, it's not that bad. Um, like I told you guys earlier, I was used to listening to the Tax Stone podcast. And she was on there. 
Now, I heard that she had her own podcast. So I was like, okay, she was the special guest host. And I was like, okay, this should be interesting. Uh, they were interviewing Ben Baller, who used to work under Dr. Dre. He's a big jewelry guy now, big hip-hop Asian you know, guy. So initially, during the podcast, Ben Baller said something about LeBron, how LeBron sucks. She defended LeBron. I was like, okay, this is going to be cool. It sounds like she knows what she's talking about. That was the only thing she said throughout the whole podcast that was an hour and a half. She literally, every 10, like Ben Baller was telling his life story and everything. And she literally was like, oh, you's a nigga. Oh, you's a nigga. I'm like, so shorty, you have no substance. You don't know what you're talking about. You only come back with what your man tells you and this and that. You, like, you're not going to make it. Uh, And... I like to compare her to um, um, Eli Apple's mom. You know, the lady who was like... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the brownies suck at the NFL draft. So I was like... I was, I was sitting there, I was like, well, what... You know, what's the difference? Eli Apple's mom actually has a degree in journalism and everything. And I look at her when she speaks. She can sustain her success. Miko Grimes, she can she only has hot takes. And you know what's gonna happen with that? Once Brent Grimes leaves the league, leaves the league, and she has no more inside information, nobody's gonna care about what she has to say. Well, here's the thing. This is what I'm worried about. So I'm afraid that she's getting so much attention from like beat writers and on Twitter that she's gonna be on the view in a couple years as a host. I doubt it. Or she, no. 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 Go ahead. We're sending her because we're giving her so much well, attention. Well, first of all, uh, she's going to have a lot more to say about Tampa Bay than she did in Miami. Um, so that's first. She's got two years worth of stuff in, in Tampa. How long was he with Miami? Like three years? Three, four years, yeah. Yeah, so it, she's, she's going to be really fucking upset that she's downgraded. Uh, but also, after that, like exactly like PJ was saying, like her fame is going to go with his career. Right. There's not a lot, and I'm not knocking him because, you know, for a cornerback to play as long as he has, the shelf life for a cornerback is not normally yeah. that long. So he's done a great job with his career. Um, I, mean, I respect the shit out of that. But he's 32 as a corner with all these wide receivers. Most of these wide receivers are 24 to 28. And a lot faster, a lot taller than him. He's not going to be able to keep up too long. Well, let me get back to the original question a little bit. Should he, if you were Brent Grimes, would you divorce her right now? No. Because it's going to affect your career. You wouldn't. That's interesting. Uh, I disagree. Pat, Pat not married. You not married. And let me tell you something. When you, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. It, it's a double-edged sword. You come home, your wife wants you to have all the money in the world and all this other stuff. And then if she's out there messing up your job. I'm sorry. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, there's no way. There's no way. I mean. Yeah, he's a breadwinner. Yeah, he's he's the breadwinner. And plus, like I said, when I listened to her on the podcast, she sucked. So, obviously, she's not going to carry us. She's not Beyonce. She started her own podcast, too. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not Beyonce. She's not Giselle Bunchen. Right. So, uh, whatever. And to get back to your point that you said earlier about her being on The View, Louis, she won't be on The View. Let me tell you why. We all remember the stuff Raven Simone was saying earlier about black people, gay people, and all that stuff. Right. Notice how that shit has turned toned down. 
Have you have we heard anything of Raven Simone said since the past? No, but Stacey Dash has been at it. But yeah, well, Stacey Dash, Stacey Dash is the only black person on Fox News. Okay, <laughs> and it's her and Ja Rule. Whoa, whoa, there's the uh, the Milwaukee sheriff. Yeah, Stacey Dash is the only black person on fucking uh, Fox News. At least the View has her has Raven and Whoopi Girl. Raven toned it down. I don't know if you guys saw the thing with uh, when she was dissing Sierra and Lala was on there. You know, Lala and Sierra good friends, and. Lala checked her real quick and she shut the fuck up. So, like I said, Miko Grimes has no. Miko Grimes is the equivalent of these reality stars that we have right now. No substance behind them. And let me tell you, the only person who has ever been able to to sustain success without substance is Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. Miko Grimes is no Kim Kardashian. Have y'all looked at her? She looks like a basketball player nation. So my point was, if the dude is happy, sixteen million in two years is more than I will make in my lifetime. Uh, I'm sure he'll make it work financially if he wants to. But so who's gonna want? But look at look at life after football, right? Maybe he'll take some of that money, invest in a business or whatever. Who's gonna want to do business with him so, with his wife? You know, acting the way she does about the, the problem. His, his when, the problem I get when people say life after football is everybody always wants to paint this picture of To going bankrupt. Everybody wants to say, "Oh man, once the money stops coming in, they go bankrupt. This shit happens. That shit happens." Look at Marshawn Lynch. Look at these people that haven't spent a dime of their actual playing money. Well, I don't know if how he's been, but uh, he hasn't I spent a dime of his actual NFL contract money. All he spent is his endorsement money, same as Gronkowski. Yeah, but to to Lewis's point, like um, life after football, me and Lewis always go back and forth on the group chat and stuff like that. Carmelo Anthony. Why in the hell he's still staying in New York? Well, I just read his article the other day about he's staying in New York to build relationships for after basketball. And let, and let me tell you, two years, $16 million, first of all, you know that's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed in football. You're right. And second of all, you know 40% of that is getting taken out of federal taxes. 40% for taxes, probably another 10 to 20 for his manager and his account. Uh, and so yeah. he's getting about $3 mil. You can't live off of that for the rest of your life, especially when you deal with a crazy chick like her. All right, so so now you... Down. Now... Calm down, pretty well. I can't no, get on $9 million. No, no, let's, let's no, no, no. What I'm saying is when you try to build relationships and build businesses and stuff like that, like I said... Carmelo's staying in New York. He wants to stay with James Dolan and build relationships through Wall Street. He's smart. Yeah, because he's smart. How is how is Brent Grimes going to build relationships through businessmen when he has a crazy That's a great point. Wife. That's what I was trying to get at. That is a really good point. Who but, will but say? Maybe there is something more to him staying in Florida. Let me say this to you, though, Pat. What if, like, oh, hey, honey, guess what? I'm about to invest in Pokemon Go. And she just decides to get on Twitter. Oh, these Jewish motherfuckers want my husband to invest a million dollars in Pokemon Go. Fuck them. Guess what happens? He gets fucked up on the wave, and she's and guess what? They making money. I agree with you. If it causes money contractually, I would agree with you. It hasn't yet. Though. It did. But Miami. Let me tell you, he was Does one he of the fifty. More, he he was make more money in. Uh, he 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 he, he, he had a four year, thirty two million dollar contract with Miami. He was one. Let me tell you something. Let me tell. All right, let me tell you something. He was one of the 
he was on the fiftieth anniversary team. Now let's let's be honest. It's the same contract. Let me okay. Let me let's be honest. He was a fiftieth anniversary team. I know Lewis is a little salty about this little subject, but let me tell you, Dwayne Wade will be working for the Miami Heat in five years. Yeah, Brent Grimes is probably yeah. yeah. Yeah, Brent Grimes could have done that. He could have been a scout. He could have yeah, he he been doing it. But guess what? That bridge is burned because his wife is coach, running her mouth. Coordinator, he could have worked his way. Yeah, up he could have did that. Right now his wife is running his mouth, and now he doesn't have that bridge. He doesn't have those relationships with Tampa Bay. And guess what? It's she just insulted burnt. their Jew owners. Man. She she yeah she took shots I guess the Jewish right, community. So I'm with you on that though. I am with you on that. It, it, yeah. The possibility of it causing more than it already has. As far as his money today, I mean, like I said, four four million thirty two years. A four year thirty two million is the same as a two year sixteen million. Uh, it's the same thing. I don't know how much of that is guaranteed though. But and one of the none funny things. It's football. None of it's guaranteed. Yeah. Huh. Like only, one of the funny things. Basketball thing. and baseball are guaranteed. I remember I was listening to a, a sports interview like a year or two ago because this has actually been going on with Mikael Grimes for a, a really long time. It was like a year or two ago I heard I listened to a sports interview with uh, Brent Grimes and they actually asked him, like you know, do you ever look at what some of the things that your wife says and you want to just tell her like pipe it down? Or and they asked him how he felt about her and he was just like, I'm fine with it. I'm cool with the way she is. That's why I love her because how how outspoken she is. But at the same time, it's like, but if she's gonna cost you money down the road is it worth like you know what i'm saying so he's already decided what he stands for though well I, yeah he does he, he decided what he stands for but let me tell you something we all remember what aisha curry tweeted out during the finals oh yeah, yeah. i was so happy to watch them lose too after that though. <laughs> oh, but let me tell you something what i respect about steph curry me i'm married me and my wife got plenty of discussions about what happened whatever Aisha Curry jumped out the box. And what I respect about Steph Curry is he came back that next day and said, yo, I told y'all, I, I, I told her I had to cut the Wi-Fi off. Pretty much what that said to the world is, yo, we had a discussion about what she said. There you go. Yeah, we had a discussion about what she said, and she better not say that again. And to me, I, you know, in the heat of the moment, I have no problem with what Aisha Curry said because she said it in the heat of the moment, it was – she was mad. Yeah, Everybody that's at this table yeah. has said something about the NBA being fixed before. And I respected the realness about it. But what I also respected was Steph Curry saying, scaling it back and saying, yo, she ain't going to oh, do that have, again. You have, to, you have to respect him taking control of the situation. Yeah, cool. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move on oh, wait, here. Wait, one more thing. What's uh, up? Ryan Tannehill is the best value quarterback in the NFL. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move on and pretend that it was never said. $11 million a year. Mike Shanahan wanted them. $11 okay. million. If he went to Denver, they probably win a Super Bowl. Oh, my God. He was coming to the skins until Dan You're Snyder begging me for to turn your mic off again. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all right, so next thing we need to talk about is a new phenomenon that's been taking over the world in the past week. And I have a question. What the hell is Pokemon Go? Everywhere I go, let me tell you guys. So we're recording in Woodbridge, Virginia. It's about an hour and a half drive from where I live, and we had some. I had some traffic on the way up here, so we could record this podcast. And I remember like sitting on two seventy. I look at my uh, not two seventy four ninety five. I look at my left. There's this car on my left. There's this car who pulled over to the side, and this guy was walking out of his car with his cell phone up in the sky, and I already knew what he was doing because the whole fucking world is doing. 
You walk around down the street the other any time during the day. Somebody has their phone in this guy. Apparently, they're trying to catch Pokemon. So, first of all, I want to know what the hell is Pokemon Go? Do any of you guys play it? Actually, Lewis, if he had T-Mobile, he might have been trying to get signal. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna defer to Pat because wait, Pat, Pat you, Pat's gonna tell the story about how play, we met him. Do you play Pokemon Go, Pat? Uh yeah, yeah. I, I well, I did until I ran out Pokeballs. And okay, well, explain explain to us what is Pokemon Go. Uh, basically, you're supposed to just run around and catch the Pokemon or pocket monsters. You're supposed to go around and catch them all, right? Okay. Uh, it, like, the old handheld game was for Game Boy. Like, you would just run around, you'd catch them, they'd have battles and stuff like that. You'd win gym badges. Okay. So now all you do is you go around and you catch them. You go to these different uh, pit stops. Like, they're trying to get people to go to church and go to all these different things. Like, legit places in your area. Yeah, like, uh, big, like, big... Statement buildings, kind of. Okay, so that makes sense with some of the stuff that I've read. Okay. So, what they do is that you go around there and they'll give you more, like, Pokeballs and shit like that. And you can catch rare Pokemon and shit like that. It's just, uh, it's it's a way to get people out of their fucking house. Wait, so you said you play, but you stopped playing? Why'd you stop playing? I ran out. Like, I, I just go home and I go to work. That's pretty much all I fucking do. Okay, so it wasn't because you can't continue to play. You just decided you yeah. didn't want to go out and venture out like a lot of people are. Because I heard people are I'm like... go on a fucking trip to Yeah, just there's like people things. like... You know, they're, they're putting trips together. They're canceling their vacation plans so they can go out and catch Pokemon. I hope everybody cancels their vacation plans so I can go take a vacation. <laughs> okay. I, I tend to disagree. I mean, we were just, you guys were just talking on this podcast about how this country was almost divided with everything that was going on. Yeah. Right. And the weird thing is... Everybody's united over pocket monsters. No, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to do it. Uh, uh, yeah, you're not going to do it, but to the people who are out there who are hating, oh, yeah, this is childish or whatever, guess what? We were almost, we were a couple steps away from a full-fledged race war. Oh, it was supposed to be Thursday at noon. Yes. Uh, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> my point... My point was, I was not trying to give anybody a hard time for that. No. All, all I was saying was, oh, no. like, I wasn't going to go out of my way. But I don't I don't give people shit for playing. Oh, no, 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 no. I, you know, obviously, uh, no, what, I, what I saw was uh, the Disruptor. Oh, she man. put up a, a post about it. And I was just like, well, what the fuck? You was just crying about how we almost about to blow some stuff up. Like She didn't know which side of the race was she was Yeah. To Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, Miko Grimes doesn't like her. But anyway, um, to my point, like I feel like you know, don't hate on it. I mean, it's uniting people. Is is uh, it, it, it kids are getting outside. I mean, my son doesn't play it, but um, let me just give you a little background. I mean, the Nintendo shares went up twenty four percent. No, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's doing a great thing. Like honestly, people are going outside, like you said. People are exercising. You can tell how much you're exercising based on this app. Like it. Tells but you I feel how like far it takes up so much of your like your time. Like whatever you know, if you had like a list of things you're gonna do, you're not gonna do any of them because you're gonna be busy playing Pokemon Lewis, Go. Can I ask right? you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you met people? Yes, I've met people. Most of them are Netflixing. Uh, most of them are not actually doing shit with their lives. They're sitting on a couch watching TV. How is Pokemon Go any different? You're just walking you, around. You have to walk around. You have to walk a certain amount to find certain ones. Well, uh, that does sound like a lot of work. It, it is. It sounds like a lot of work, and uh, I'm the perfect example of somebody who sat around and did Netflix and chill. Guess what? 
I have another kid coming in November. So, what does no that tell you? Chilling. Yeah. No chilling. That's what that means. <laughs> but Dude. um, but it's getting people out of the house. They're actually. But it's to... also killing people. Did you guys hear about the two guys in California? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Wait, did common on. sense kill them, or did they get killed because Pokemon Go? They, they there's a fucking pocket monster so that up the goddamn screen and fucking <laughs> ate their face. Like so, what happened? So there's, a, there's nothing but hills and mountains in California. They were like on the ledge of like the beach trying to catch Pokemon, and they went a little too far, tripped and po- fell. Pokemon okay. Go is not. All right, that's considered a suicide, in my opinion. That's a suicide <laughs> caused by Darwinism, and we're a better society without that person. Yeah, and but I'm, it's also turning people against people. I, Did I, you guys hear about the guy in New York? He the Pokemon thing told him to go to his ex girlfriend's house, and he went there. And apparently, the app maps out like where you go get your Pokemon you or whatever. Wait, hold on. Let me talk, finish telling the story. So apparently the, the app maps out where you go get all your Pokemon, and his current girlfriend saw the map and saw that he was at his ex-girlfriend's house, broke up with him. Wrong. It actually maps where you catch them. Yeah, so that's he, what I meant to say. He was already Sorry. there. It didn't tell him to go there. And by the way, the son of Sam dog told him to kill all those people. Are we supposed to blame the fucking dogs? That's <laughs> the exact point I was going to make. <laughs> if we really delved into what mobile apps did and how many people did stupid shit behind mobile apps, let me tell you something. Both of you guys know, I am not on Snapchat. I think Snapchat is the most annoying thing in the world. I actually tried to download it. I couldn't understand it. Didn't work. I'm old. My wife, play, like, I'll be watching a movie and I'll just hear, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? And let's, let's, let's really delve into this. How many people died because of Snapchat probably in the past week? Uh, probably one. Probably a couple. Probably somebody fell off a cliff looking at a Snapchat. We're not focused. We want to focus on what's the big thing right now and this and that. But let me tell you, people die off of apps and stupid stuff all day. And let me, I'm, I'm a big video gamer now. Like I said, I wasn't into Pokemon. Uh, so, but I, I look at these guys in the video game community and all this stuff. I was just telling you guys earlier. It was a kid that spent $12,000 on FIFA. But that didn't make it big because nobody really cared about FIFA or nothing like that. And that's what I'm saying. Every video, video games are very addictive. And every video, I got like, well, downstairs, I got like 100 games between me and my son. They're very addictive or whatever. And these stories happen with every game whatsoever. Quick story. Hate me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it was a nice girl that I used to kick it with a long time ago. Wait, are you sure you want to tell the story? <laughs> no, we used to hang out. Nothing, nothing funny business, no nothing. Okay. But she was nice looking. Her boyfriend used to ignore her for World of Warcraft. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. Yes. Gotcha. So okay. let me tell you, this Pokemon stuff is not new. It Ooh. is. It, it's just, it's it, the newest it's, fad. Yeah, it's just it's the it's the newest game, and like I'm proud of Nintendo. They're getting their money up. They just said they're gonna release the mini NES. Uh, they just pushed back the Nintendo NX, and guess what? I know why. They got Pokemon Go. They got NES in the system. They're guess what? Right now. They, they don't need another cash cow. Yeah, exactly. So you they're know, competing with themselves if they put Nintendo out. was falling off, and guess what? It was all of our first experience with video games, and I'm glad to see them pushing up. Yeah, I mean, I loved, I loved the Wii, I loved the Wii U. Actually, I thought that was a good choice. I, but 
I guess like my biggest problem with it is like the only reason that the way I found out about it was uh, through my brother. Like we were at a family reunion and he asked my mom to watch over his son, his three week old baby. So him and his girlfriend go catch Pokemon for a few hours, which is what they did. That's why I find it ridiculous. bitches. Okay. Well, let me tell you something, Louis. I don't know whether the podcasters know it or not, but uh, Louis, you're Hispanic, and guess what? It is your mom's birthright to take care of her grandchild. Guess what? Guess what? I'm gonna leave my grand. I'm gonna leave both of my sons. With their grandmother. Abuelita? Is that how that works? Yeah, Abuelita. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And guess what? Whether Pokemon was out or not, your your mom was going to take care of that kid oh, 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they were there, your mom was in charge. <laughs> exactly. All and right. Well, I, pers- I personally won't be playing because I, I, I last thing I need is another addiction. But... All right, well, through all of you Pokemon people, best of luck to you. Hope you catch Pikachu, Mewtwo, or What do you whoever. mean another addiction, Lewis? Uh, huh? Oh, shit. I need another... Are you Dude, on cocaine? Charm this City. is my addiction right here. <laughs> Being on a mic. I need another drink, by the way. Nah, I do, too, so it's cool. All right, we'll be right back. And when we come back, round two... Pat has lost all credibility when it comes to knowing hip-hop music. Because Lewis played fucking Lil Wayne. He's going to try and get it all back today. We'll see if he can do it next. Unless you play Lil Wayne, Fireman. Yeah, Fireman's my guess for every song, actually. All right, spoiler alert, there's no Lil Wayne. Yes. There you go. Thanks, Thanks Jesus. So you have no excuses this time, Patrick. Cormega. Round two of the oh, hip-hop shit. battle. Nonsense podcast edition. Is officially underway, but this time it's Pat versus PJ. Surprisingly, if there was a betting line on Pat winning last week, it would have been like what plus seven hundred. No, if you I bet against I, Pat, you would have won some money because he don't lost. Know if I was the favorite, I should have been. You should have been the favorite because no, you claim on, to know so on, much hip hop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, time out. <laughs> Before we get into this. Being black gets you the three-point advantage. So me and Stefan both have home field advantage. So Pat didn't have that big of a line. But Pat, all Pat does is drink and listen to hip-hop. That's absolutely day. true. But I and, also... and we stay sober and listen to hip-hop, so we win. But, I don't, I but don't... you just admitted to playing video games a ton. I, I don't listen to mainstream very I often. listen to hip-hop while playing video games. Oh, okay. Be dead ass honest. I'm, I don't listen to mainstream very much at all. Like I, I, I listen to rappers nobody's ever heard of. You've heard of this stuff before. All right. So, okay. you know, so let me go ahead and really quick, ex- quickly explain the rules. Some of these songs are half a second, one second, two seconds, three seconds. We're going to start off with this. Half a second has never been enough music for somebody to get For some, it has. Uh, the Lil Wayne was, and Stefan got it, and he won it. Okay. <laughs> but that, the guys have a buzzer in front of him. You guys know the drill. If you know the song, hit the buzzer. Yep. And then you uh, will go first. If you get it wrong, if you get it wrong, next person gets a chance. It's uh, best out of five. So we'll see who wins. Who gets first gets three right wins. Bring the shit on, motherfucker. All right, here we go. First song. You guys ready? This is half a sec. Oh! PJ. Gin and Juice, Snoop Dogg. He got it! <laughs> oh, that was fast. That was half a second. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double G, but I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. 
Yeah, I, that was half a second. I knew all the lyrics to that song as soon as they played. I just didn't know the name of the song. Oh, sometimes you just got to throw your hand up there, you know? Nah, I wouldn't have said That's how they do it in Jeopardy, man. Rolling down the street. Yep, good. All right, 1-0, PJ. <laughs> all right, here we go. Next song. This is, uh, we're doing half, yep, half a sec. Here we go. Oh! <laughs> uh, Pump Daddy and the Family, all about the business. Yeah. On the No Way Out album. What y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. Who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers? On the low from the Jake and the Taurus. Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace. <laughs> yeah, that's too Holy shit. You getting smoked again, Pat. Oh, this, yeah, absolutely. Holy shit. All right, I'm gonna do a hard one. This is a hard one. This is one second. Okay, you guys ready? Oh! Oh no! You, you gotta be kidding me! Mob Deep shook ones part two. Oh, you just I, got swept! Why didn't you hit your buzzer? Because I was I was rocking out to shook ones part two. <laughs> that was part two. <laughs> Like you just get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Pat, one of the best, most popular beats in rap. Holy right shit, this lasted two seconds. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just play the other songs, dog. Come on, man. All right, we'll do the other two just for fun, but you just got that. I never want to hear you say anything about hip hop ever again. You are just. What are you talking about? PJ no. is one of the other best hip hop heads I know. <laughs> okay. By you, far. Maybe you should hit your buzzer, man. You got to be quick on the trigger. Controversy. All right, let's, we'll do the other ones just for fun. But PJ, maybe you should let somebody that knows something about hip hop pick the songs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Oh! <laughs> oh shit, PJ again. Uh, maybe. juicy. Notorious B.I.G. Ready to die album. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick and Bree. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Skeet. Yeah, last one, last one. Make the noise, huh? <laughs> last one, yeah, you didn't hit the buzzer, Pat. All right, next, next one, Pat, you get first crack at it. What is that? Fucking oh, I got that. I got that. No, no, hold on. I got that. Let's give Pat a chance. No, no, fuck that. I don't want that damn petty shit. BJ. DMX, stop, drop, open up, shop. All I know is pain. All I feel is pain. How can I maintain with that shit on my brain? I resort to violence. My niggas moving silence. Like you don't know what I stylish. New York niggas the wildest. Yeah. It's Dark Keller's hot album. Man, that bad. You, you can play Damien Part 3 if you can play DMX? <laughs> Damien Part 3 was his shit. You couldn't play One More Road to Cross? Come on. <laughs> I tried to make it as simple as possible. That was not simple. That, well, that song never ended up having to get played. We did that one just for fun because you got swept. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go grab my phone. And... <laughs> Lewis is about to go in round two versus PJ on... Underground rap of the nineties. I'll lose. I don't care. Yeah. I don't play. I don't. I don't. I don't put myself in. Why do you think the most mainstream big... shit there is? Because that's all I know, Pat. You know the stuff. You even Why? say you know it. Why do you pick all the mainstream shit? I can never get a goddamn Cormega song on here to save my life. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about nature. Pat, hold on. Pat time is out, so upset out, right now. Fucking the beat nuts. Pat, I was I was naming albums too though. You didn't. Damn. Get, no, no, no. First I of all, I gave you your goddamn credit. <laughs> you shut your face. I gave you your fucking credit. 
Wow, you were beating my ass. <laughs> that is the best sportsmanship you've seen in a championship round in the history of the world. Damn. All right, well, that pretty much does it for today. How's the cookies game? <laughs> All right, PJ, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for uh, being coherent for the most part. Hey, guess what? Man. Guess what? I do have something to say. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> Fucking Scott, always doing dumb shit. Fucking got robbed by a nigga that wanted to be Sting. You're a bitch. Damn. Damn. All right, so he did mean it when he was sober as well. I thought it was just the alcohol talk. Oh, who was uh, uh, Owen? Owen Hart. Blue. Oh, the blue blazer. You got robbed by oh, the, the blue blazer. I hope he had blue jeans on and a blue t-shirt when you got robbed, Scott. I'm nicknaming him Blue Blue Blazer Part 2 anyway. <laughs> fucking lost all the money for Best Buy. Fuck, I spent a lot of money that week. I probably spent money on like Lil Wayne. He stuff. took your Blu-ray money. <laughs> My fucking Blu-ray money because you're an ass. Scott, you're an asshole. You should have protected Best Buy. And on that note, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next. All right, so we got. <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about something controversial that just happened. So we initially ended the show, so you can call this like a bonus podcast or whatever. So let me give you a quick backstory. So one of our really good friends. Uh, uh, Robert, his wife that we're all friends with on Facebook, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, she just got a new job this week, and she wrote his long status about how grateful she is and that you know God has really got her back, something along those lines. And then, a, I don't want to say a mutual friend, but an acquaintance of ours. Somebody at this table used to bang her. Hey. <laughs> Uh, hint, it wasn't me. And it wasn't me. <laughs> well, it's not really my wife is <laughs> Anyways, let me, let's get back on track here. So basically, this acquaintance uh, commented on her status, and she's Jewish. And PJ, what did she say? She said, does God hear me? Okay. LOL. Now, let me just go ahead and preface by saying she is not in good graces with 90% of us. And so when we when she when we saw her put up this status, we saw an opportunity, specifically PJ, uh, to respond in a not so nice kind of taking jabs at her heritage kind of way. Jabs? <laughs> this shit was a knockout punch. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, but wait, hold on, hold on. First, and of I all, didn't do it. No, you didn't do it. So it was your idea at first. Me and Pat were behind this one hundred percent. I was just and trying then, to order Domino's on my app, and it kept crashing. Well, let, let, let's really get behind this. Wait, Pat got permission from my wife. He hustled to get permission from your wife. He texted her. She's on vacation in California right now. He interrupted the water park time that they're having to ask permission to see if PJ can go ahead and start controversy on Facebook. And Pat. You went ahead. PJ couldn't. He decided he couldn't do it. He wasn't going to type it. So, Pat, you took initiative and said, you know what? I'm going to type it. Can you tell everybody what you responded to her comment? I cannot. You have to check out Facebook on your own. Oh, dude. I, well, you I will say it because this is done on my MacBook. And like I said, worst comes to worst, my unborn son is not. <laughs> Here yet. I just want to make sure the nigga's straight. And Pat decided to go hard. But then I said, wait a minute, Pat is defending God, so God won't let my son be ridiculous. No. Because she is Jewish. Yeah. So she wanted to know if God is listening. That's Pat what she said. Does God hear said, me? said, and I quote, it's under PJ Peacock on Facebook. Don't say the, don't say her name. Say blank. Blank. The short answer is no. 
your people killed his, and I quote, only begotten son. <laughs> so he stopped listening. <laughs> Holy fucking All right, shit. Pat, why? You were like on fire about this. You wanted to write this. You wanted to ruin her day. That is why I, you. First of all, you put a lot of bitterness and effort into that. All I did was text like two people. Pat, you to wanted permission. to get this done because PJ was backing off, and then you got like on this huge rant. I like, got I two went kids. I cannot have my kids growing up all crazy. One point five kids right now, PJ. Huh? I got yes, I have one point five kids. <laughs> one of them is running around acting fucking crazy. Well, no, he's not acting crazy. He's just a nerd, but he's cool. And then the other one is cooking in the oven, kicking the shit out of my wife every night. So I got the punctuation correct. Yes, Pat. Let me ask you an honest question. Yeah. Why did you feel compelled to tell her that? Whiskey. <laughs> you blame it on the whiskey? Uh, I don't blame anything on the whiskey. Whiskey just makes life awesome, super awesome. Enough to start controversy on the internet. Uh, well. <laughs> I tried to avoid the controversy by putting on a PJ's name because that would be less controversial. Oh no! Well, yeah, that was the other the other vote that you were gonna go ahead and do it if he didn't do it, but you decided uh, not to because oh, she would have blown all your phone up. Oh my god, our lives would you wouldn't have been able to record a, a show after for radio. No, uh, why not? What she ain't got no. No, she even, would oh, blow Pat shit up. Wait, did you get a text just now? No. I, oh, man, I got excited while we were recording. Oh, so, man. This is some controversial shit that just happened <laughs> on the podcast. That shit is wild because, like... Has I, she responded yet, PJ? No, she hasn't. I'm pretty sure, like... Uh, here's the thing. How many likes has it gotten? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my wife don't have phone service because she would have probably liked it on her and her mom's Facebook and her sister's Facebook just to be an asshole. Let me tell you. Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm just gonna put it all out there now. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pat did just like it. Do you know? Apparently, okay. Let, let's just keep it a hundred right now. I always wondered why my wife was so irritable the night that she went out with this certain person. My wife ended up. She was pregnant at the time. We just didn't know. Anyway. So, this person decided to tell everybody to pay for the Uber. Oh, no. My wife decided not to pay her her $10 for the Uber. My wife don't like her too much. I don't understand why. Why did it take three text messages to get permission then? Because she's probably hot on the beach and she has a person inside of her that's kicking the fuck out of her. I just don't understand why it took three. All right, but you go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. I... I... Oh shit! No, oh, that was that was your brother. He just messaged me. Thank God. Oh shit! My phone's blowing up. <laughs> it was a group chat. So all the of group our chat is lit. We, anyway, all of us at, are in the same group chat, so all our phones went off anyway, at the same time. Like I said. Oh, oh shit! shit. No, I said her name. Edit, I don't even care anymore. Edit that shit out. <laughs> Pat just went hard. I'll just bleep it out. <laughs> Oh, is upset. What is going on? Because I don't even I'll, care anymore. Because Pat, you just you dude, made a lit. I don't want to bleep out a thousand times. This, this <laughs> okay, fuck it. It, it. Shit just went left, and everybody hates. Oh com. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <coughs> well, we're gonna give you an update on what happened on next up week, next week's episode.